0: There is a middle ground where you can walk into taking a break or self-care. And yeah, there's a little bit of guilt, but you see it. You see it over there. You see it for what it is. And that's that's managing your self-talk. That's managing and getting curious about your feelings and just acknowledging them for what they are. This is Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast, episode number 311. This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast with Andrea Owen and no BS guide to self-help and badassery. Because ladies, let's face it, life's too short for it to not kick ass. And here's your host, the girl who serves it up straight with a side of crazy, Andrea Owen. Hey there, ass kickers. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am so glad that you are here. Before I jump in, I have a quick announcement. We're doing a giveaway. I'm giving away swag and I'm giving away books to celebrate a brand new website. Yourkickasslife.com is going to have a brand new website. I think it's actually now as we're doing like – it's called a soft launch, (laughs) which makes me laugh for some reason. (laughs) But officially, the giveaway starts on the 16th of December. And if you just go to yourkickasslife.com slash giveaway, you can enter. It costs $0. And I think we have 10 different opportunities to win. I'm giving away Your Kick-Ass Life tote bags. Who doesn't want one of those? And also, I'm giving away signed copies of my books. And with the tote bag, I will send you a personalized Love note from me. So yourkickasslife.com slash giveaway. It's just for a week, starting on December 16th. And while you're there, check out the brand new site. I am so excited. It's only been a year in the making. Oy. And I love it. I love the new colors. I love the new pictures. And it's so much of my personality. It makes me very happy. So life.com slash giveaway. Happy December. And we are rounding out this month. We are rounding out this year. We are rounding out this decade. And I know I've talked about it last week or maybe it was the week before about that. I kind of lose track of podcast episodes. I lose track of a lot of things when it comes to time and space. Is anyone else like that? Sidebar, I (laughs) heard that there are some people whose brains don't really – how do I say this? We struggle in the areas of – I'll give you an example. When it comes time to pick a container for food leftovers, I have a really hard time with this. Like is it the right size and it ends up being way too small or way too big. I always cook either way too much or too little spaghetti. And if someone is describing visually something, whether they are describing a dress for me or the layout of a house or they're giving me directions, you lose me within the first description, like I'll get the first description. And then after that, I'm like, nope. And what's interesting is my best friend, Amy Smith, many of you know her She was trying to describe – you know, we're having this – we're doing this new podcast that starts in the very beginning of January. Not another self-help podcast. And, of course, we had to – we don't have to, but we had a website created for it. And she's describing how she thinks it's going to look and she's going over like, here's how I think the homepage is going to be and this is here. And she knows me well enough that I just glaze over and I'm like, you lose me. So she starts typing it up to show me on like a word document, something really simple, and she says to me as she's typing it up cuz she's very visual, she can see things as someone describes them to her very easily. And she said, "Do you see in pictures?" And I said, "I don't I don't know. I don't think so." And I'm not even really sure what you mean by that. And she said, "Okay, so look at your hand, like put your hand out in front of your face." I'm like, okay, and I do it. And then she said, okay, now close your eyes. Do you still still see your hand? And I said, no. And she was like, that's so interesting. And so she's going through this hypnotherapy training or she's already through it actually. And she was learning a lot about how different people's brains work. And some people see vividly in pictures and some people don't. <laughs> and I'm one of the people that doesn't i also have a I have a decently hard time with visualizations. I really have to put all of my focus into it and really be open to to it to even get anything out of it so if that's you, hi <laughs> it's a thing. Me too. And if you're someone who's not that way, if you're like my friend Amy, please have patience with those of us who have a hard time with visuals and time and space as well. So all that to say, I'm not a really great judge of like how long ago things were and hence me not remembering exactly when the podcast episode was that I talked about rounding up this decade. But that brings me to what I kind of wanted to say is that coming up uh, – well, actually, this episode was supposed to be about looking ahead into the new year, into the new decade. And I'm putting that off for a week. It's it's mostly ready. That podcast is mostly ready with the structure and what I wanted to say for you because I, I wanted to put a lot of thought and effort into it for you. And I wasn't quite done with it. And then my life got kind of turned upside down and when I sat down, when it was you know on my to-do list and when I sat down to record that episode for looking ahead, I, my first thought was I, I, need to, I, need a, I need a break from the podcast and maybe I'll just take the week off because I have so many big things going on right now. And it's not holiday stuff. It's like big life things. I'll get to that in a second. And I thought to myself, well... I could do that. I could just take a week off. And I know that you would all understand because life happens. And I thought, you know what? I think I'm going to turn the mic on and I am going to just tell people what's up because I want to use it as a teaching lesson, a teaching moment, if you will, to talk to you about your own self care and your own taking a break. And this is not the first time I've talked about this on the podcast. I am a huge proponent of self care and giving yourself a, a break. And I, I know that. Being able to take a break comes with a lot of privilege and not everyone has that. There are some of you who are struggling as single mothers, who are struggling um, working two jobs and and just just don't have that option at all. And I see you. I see you out there. And hopefully this can come to you at a time where things do settle down and you are able to take care of yourself and take a break. And what's going on over here is, is, you know, sometimes like when life just hands you, not necessarily shit sandwiches, but life hands you a bunch of big things all at once. And that's what's happened over here. And these things just tend to take up a lot of energy and time and your capacity in your life um, I have a client, I have a beloved client and she, you know, I talked to her mostly every week and she had some some homework assignments as my clients do and, and it was, you know, the Thanksgiving break happened and and I messaged her and was like, how'd you do on this homework assignment and that assignment? Because I hold my clients accountable and she was feeling badly because she hadn't gotten to it and I said, you know, knowing what she has going on in her life right now, I said maybe your assignment was just that you needed a break, and maybe "quote unquote" Thanksgiving break <laughs> was was really kind of what it's supposed to be, and that you don't do any of the deep introspective work and all of the assignments that are on your to do list. It's okay, and you know she felt so much better, like saying, "Thank you for understanding," and and yeah, maybe maybe I do need a break. So what's going on over here? I'll start with the kind of heavier stuff. One of the things is that I think I told a lot of you that, um, we were thinking about getting a new dog and we were really excited about it. We, for those of you that don't know, we rescued our dog Giselle six years ago when we lived in the state of Utah from a German short hair pointer rescue. German short hair pointers are a hunting breed, although we aren't bird hunters. Is that what they call them? Duck hunters? I don't know, but they are primarily bred for that. And we know that also a lot of breeders don't sell puppies to um people who don't hunt. It's it's this 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 whole thing that we just do try not to get too involved in. I can kind of understand, but whatever. But the rescue just wants to get them to good loving homes that and they're very active breed. And so anyway, I could go on and on just about how wonderful these dogs are. So we adopted Giselle in I don't remember what year it was, but she was four. It was six years ago. And she has been the best dog. We got so lucky. Whoever – because, you know, when you rescue a dog or adopt a dog, you don't know their history a lot of times. You don't know – what has happened to them and and (laughs) all their behavior, things and their quirks and things like that. But we just got really lucky with her. She was completely trained. She's sweet. She's sort of indifferent to other dogs. She's not super social, but she's not aggressive or anything like that. She can really take it or leave it. She's just been phenomenal. And a lot of you know her because of my Instagram stories. And she's just been my coworker, my best friend. I stay home and work. So she's here all the time. She's snoring four feet away from me as I am recording this. and. We thought if we're going to get another dog, we should probably do it soon. She's 10 now, you know, so she's probably not when she's super geriatric. So we applied to the rescue out here, um, got passed up for a couple of dogs because we applied too late. You know, if you don't get on it the first day that they go up on – these dogs go up on the website, then you're too late. And it's like very competitive out here. It was not the case when we were in Utah. They had a surplus of dogs and they did applicants. And out here, it's the other way around. And We got approved for a dog, for a two-year-old male, and he was just full of piss and vinegar, lots of energy. They didn't know a whole lot about his background except his age, and that the owner surrendered him in Kentucky and said he can't hunt. And that was all they knew. Um, We got him. He does have a lot of energy. He peed in my house several times, marking, because... We have another dog. And the foster mom said, oh, my gosh, she's never done that in my house. Well, she doesn't have another dog. So we were like, okay, that's something we can deal with. We also needed to get an electric fence. I needed to hire a trainer because it's it's pretty obvious that he was an outside dog, that he's never been in a house unless they let him just like run wild. He gets up on the counters. He he jumps. He He's just wild. He's like a bull in a china shop. And unfortunately, the second night that we had him, there was a dog fight and he – I believe that it was a dominance issue that my dog was trying to assert her dominance and be the alpha dog and he had just had enough of her doing that and she was never aggressive towards him. But, you know, they kind of like show their teeth and their hair stands up on their backs and they kind of growl a little bit. She had done that to him a few times. And – uh, apparently he had enough and basically attacked her and it was pretty brutal um i do really great in a crisis but not when it's animals and this is the second time i've been um responsible for dogs the other time i was i was babysitting my sister's dogs and a fight broke out and i was also watching her children and it i was pregnant at the time it was dramatic and awful and it had never happened before <laughs> i'm like is this just my luck or what but um, luckily, when my husband was there, broke up the fight. The other dog was not harmed at all, and-, and Giselle, our dog, got the brunt of it and was bleeding a lot. Had to take her to the emergency vet. She required stitches and a really cute hat, and it's blue. It's very cute. And um, unfortunately, you know, when we were in the garage and I'm tending to my dog's wounds, I had that just pit of my stomach feeling that we cannot keep him. And my, my worry was, and I, and I'm sure that there's people out there who are like, how could you send him back to the rescue? You're not, you must not love the breed enough. You, you know, like you just make it work. You do whatever you can to make it work. And, and I'm willing to pay for trainers and, you know, get an electric fence and, and do all of these things for him. But I cannot put my, my, my senior dog at risk. And my biggest worry is that what if we left our, you know, twelve and a half year old son home alone for an hour as we do sometimes to go to the grocery store or whatever and and a fight breaks out and I don't want him trying to jump in. And anyway, I had no intention of going into all these details with you. It just it's been one of those just like, oh my God, what are we gonna do? And then we had to keep them separated for, you know, as we contacted the rescue. And the really good news is that. And the rescue has been phenomenal and, and um, you know, getting him back to the foster family that had him before. And um, now we know more about him and he's not a bad dog. I wasn't mad at him. Um, he's not. He's just – they're dogs. At the end of the day, they're dogs. And again, we know very little about his background. And now we know that particular thing. And so he can be rehomed probably to a home that doesn't have any other dogs. And – he's going to be a great, great dog. And maybe I'm just like saying all this out loud because I need to hear it because I'm still so devastated and disappointed and sad about the whole thing. But I've had that going on the last handful of days. And then um, someone I'm very close to is really struggling with their health and I'm having to um, do the heavy lifting on helping this person get the help and support that they need. And And this person will be fine, but it's – it's um kind of fallen all on my shoulders, which I have accepted, and I, and I am getting some help for it. It's not all on me, I shouldn't say. But those are you know, two very big, meaty things that are going on. And then the third thing is a really great thing, and that is my book proposal is out to publishers, and there are – within the next couple of days – so by the time this comes out next week, I'm recording this seven days before it goes out, um, we will – have a book deal and I will know who is going to be the publisher and editor of my of my next book so it's really that part is really really exciting like giddy with excitement Um, I can't believe I have multiple publishers who are interested and um, it just is I I, you know I, I could not have done this without all of you so thank you thank you thank you thank you to all of you listening who have who've stayed with me and read my last book or maybe both books. And some of you have bought both the print and audio version. Like, I cannot thank you enough. And I cannot even contain my excitement about how just elated and ecstatic I am to write this next book. This is going to be 100% like leveling up and the next iteration of Your Kick-Ass Life, and Andrea Owen, and the message that I have for all of you. I, I believe that this is the book that is going to really showcase um, my strengths. And did you catch that little like (laughs) question mark at the end of that? This is, I'm going to say that again, this is going to showcase my strengths, period. And I cannot wait to share it with you. So all that said, this is three really big things that are going on in my life. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to wait on the episode about looking ahead because that is more of a teaching episode in terms of its structure. And I I want it to be something that you walk away with having done some deeper introspective work for yourself and what you want for for 2020 and the entire decade. And I, again, needed to put more thought and time into it instead of just rushing through it and pushing it out just because it said so on my calendar. So what I want, how I want to turn this towards you is to ask you, where do you push forward and maybe rush through things and just sort of get things done that could really wait? Um, You know, where do you do that where it's costing you so much energy and stress and time and maybe money and feeling like you do it out of obligation, where you feel like maybe it's perfectionism rearing its ugly head and saying, you have to, you have to do this or else fill in the blank or else my boss will think badly of me. I might get in trouble. Um, I won't be living up to my potential or maybe just I have to do it because it's on my to-do list and I put it there or someone else put it there. Where can things be moved over? Where can you take a break? And I I think sometimes we also think that when we are ready, quote unquote, ready to take a break, we need to be guilt free. Like, when does that day ever come? You know, when we we do all these self-care things that we hear about, it needs to be at a time and place where from the from liftoff from from the get go of the self- care regimen, whatever that is, whether it's taking a break or taking a bath or you know going to bed early or whatever it is, that we need to be all in and be like, yes, this is what I need, and there's no guilt, there's no second guessing, there's no inner critic. I don't know that that ever happens. I think personally, I've gotten to a place where that is at a minimum, but this is because I have been working on this. I've been working on the railroad for that. Like It's been a long, long road of managing my self-talk, really sinking into the gray area and it doesn't need to be dichotomous. It doesn't need to be I'm either 100% on this way or 100% on that way. There is a middle ground where you can walk into taking a break or self-care. And yeah, there's a little bit of guilt, but you see it. You see it over there. You see it for what it is. And that's, that's managing your self-talk. That's managing and getting curious, I should say, about your feelings and just acknowledging them for what they are. Like, oh, yeah, there's some guilt there. That's really interesting. You know, I always like to say, well, that just happened. Yeah, well, I just felt guilty about that. And so just – what if you could just get curious about it? And I think that that can be an easier entry point for people when it comes to self-care and taking a break. And Can we have a better word for self-care in 2020? We need to vote on that because I feel like it's just become almost trite and – it's like one of those personal development buzzwords that I think has just become a little bit cliche, but – For the sake of whatever, I'm just going to use it. But yeah, where can you sort of live in the gray area when it comes to your self-care? Where can you let yourself off the hook for having feelings about taking a break? I know that this time of year can be so difficult for people. You know, just work can kind of be crazy as you're trying to get things done before maybe your company shuts down for the holidays. Maybe you have a lot of pressure to buy everyone presents in your family. Maybe it is crazy because you have children that are in school and there's class parties and maybe you're a working mom and you can't volunteer as much as you and you forgot that you were supposed to buy an ornament and what am I supposed to get for the teachers? And there's all these things. We get pulled in all these different directions. And you were also told, what if you just cancel Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to find that balance is like, oh my God. So I ask you, what can you – what can you just push off until January? What can you just look at your to-do list and either move it over or just say, you know what? That doesn't need to be done at all. So that's all I got for you. I know I titled this episode, I got nothing, <laughs> but hopefully that was something. And I just, have, I just have so much love in my heart for all of you listeners. And I just – I look at the downloads every week and just – and think of every single one of you. You are so much more than than a number to me. You are people who who take the time to tune in because you give a shit about your life. And that says so much. I love you all and I cannot wait to do two things. Well, I can't wait for a lot of things. But specifically, I can't wait for the, the episode to come out where we're going to look ahead there's going to be a lot of teaching in that episode, and I cannot wait for the new episode where, or sorry, the new podcast that I have coming out in January with Amy Smith. A quick word on that: we still need your questions. It is going to be so fun. I, I just, kind I hope you guys love it. It's so funny. We've recorded the first four episodes already, and we think it's hilarious. And it's, it is a different podcast than our respective podcasts. And if you go over to notanotherpod.com you can fill out a quick form and ask us your personal development questions. We, we do seriously answer them and we also make it light and fun and funny. And I can't wait for you to hear the intro song. Like it's just, if you don't think it's funny, I'm gonna kind of be a little bit disappointed, but hopefully you'll at least get a chuckle and a giggle from it. So not pod.com. that podcast drops January 3rd. And until next week, ass kickers, I will see you all out in cyberspace. Bye-bye.